Outport Church wants to thank you for subscribing and listening to our podcast. We pray that these teachings bless your life and are helping you become who God has called you to be. Enjoy this podcast and God bless. Oh, Father, we just thank you, Lord. Father, we just put our trust in you tonight, God. Through every trial and tribulation, God, we put our trust in you, Lord. We have faith in you, Lord. Lord, I ask that you speak through me tonight, God. That it will be a seed planted even in my heart, God. To know that you're always with us, Lord. You will never leave us or never forsake us, God. Even in the midst of the storms, Father, we just set our eyes on you, Lord. We set our eyes on you, God, and help us to never forget that, God. That the joy of the Lord is our strength. Speak, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Ooh. Good evening. <laughs> you know how it says, right? That with two or three are gathered, the Lord is there. I was just hearing that song and ooh, I got emotional a little bit. <laughs> So um, our message tonight is, um, I'm kind of going to switch it up. I'm going to go back and forth. And you know how we've been teaching on offense, and I think it's so important for the body and just in general. But it's offended by trouble. And sometimes when we're going through a trial, right, <laughs> we kind of get offended by the trouble that we're going through, right? We even get offended with God at times, right? And we have to... Um, we have to check our heart. I'm always asking God to check, check my heart. But I want to um, go to the verse, uh, Proverbs 3 and 5. And this is the Amplified, where it says, Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. And that's the word of God. It says, love the Lord. I'm going to go to the, let's see if I can go to the message. Because it kind of breaks it down a little bit. But it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. And I could go on and on with that. It says... Your bonds will burst, your wine vats will brim over, but don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline. Don't sulk under his loving correction. It's the child he loves that God corrects. A, father delights, a father's delight is behind all this. So that's telling us right there that even in our trials, I feel like there's a lesson right in everything. Sometimes we ask God and we say, why God? That's the first thing that we ask when we're going through something, right? And it could be just things that happen in life in general, but a lot of it are, are choices that we make, right? There's consequences, and I always tell my kids that. You know, the choices that we make, there's consequences that could be good or bad. 
But sometimes life happens, right? And it's not even a, something that we did wrong. It's just life, trials, tribulations that come. And in the word of God, it says you will go through trials. But God is in those trials with us. So sometimes, that's why it says don't get offended by trouble. Don't be offended by trouble. Trials can make us bitter or it can make us better. And, you know, I always use my life because, of course, it's the only thing I know, right? And, 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 I, and I'm telling you I know <laughs> that I could honestly say that um, a lot of you know because I share it all the time. And I, I, I share it because I know that it happened to me. And, and if, it, if it hasn't happened in your life in any circumstance, it just might. I, I pray that it never does. But there's going to be a situation that we face, right? where it's gonna test our faith. Trust and faith go hand in hand. Where we say, Lord, like I, I, I was a doubting Thomas, Lord, I trust you, oh, I trust you, and I'm singing songs of trust, and I'm just like that song right now that we just finished hearing. But then he says, oh, okay. And boy, when I went through this trial, this storm that's not over yet, but I know it will be, and it's gonna end, it's gonna, there's gonna be a good ending to it. But when I'm going through, I'm like, the first, I can remember two years ago, while I was going through it, I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, but I never said why. When it happened, I said, what, God? And he's showing me the what now. And I, had, I questioned, now I look back and I'm like, I, I'm gonna tell you, I, where was my trust? Because now I know that that's exactly what he, that what he allowed in my life for. There was a purpose for it. When we're going through it, we don't see the purpose. But when we look back, it's like, oh my gosh, thank you. Because now I can honestly stand on that word. Lord, I trust in you with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul. And I was just sharing with Sonia here that I, I just had an incident. Every time I'm going to teach on something, I get put to the test. And I'm gonna, this is personal, but I'll share because I'm kind of like, a, you know, I like to be transparent. But I just got a new vehicle, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, it's only been like a month and a half. I don't know what happened. They call me back. <laughs> That's where I just came from. They call me back. Something's going on, finance company, I don't know what. And I'm like, what? There was no contract ever written. There was nothing. Everything I signed just went to the wayside. There, was, there wasn't even the computer. So this is what I did, right? When I got the phone call, I was like, lean not on your own understanding. Here I go. I'm like, how could that be? And then my husband was like, what? You know? And then the Lord shut me up real quick. Real quick, I went back to that. I said, oh, wait a minute. I went. And I just went to the room and I said, Lord, I don't know what's going on here, but I trust in you. I trust that I might not, and I feel this when I got there, and I was like, the Lord is, remember that he knows the end, right? Sometimes we, we, we get into situations and we feel like this is the best thing because we, you know, he says pray on everything, right? Like ask God for everything, but then do we stop to even sit to listen to him, right? Do we stop because we're like, well, I don't know how to hear from God. But maybe it's not an audible voice, right? It could be just a feeling of uneasiness, like the Holy Spirit will be like, and you'll feel, you'll feel something. I did, I felt that when I first got the vehicle, the one I had prior. 
But I was like, well, you know, I got it. So, Lord, I put laid hands on it. I anointed it. I'm like, <laughs> but I feel like God saved me from something that I couldn't see later on. So when I went in there, first thing I did is, Lord, I trust you, God. I trust that for whatever reason I'm here today, that you call me back to this place. There's a reason that I don't know, I don't understand it, but I, Lord, I put my trust in you. In everything, even in the vehicle that I drive, because everything, right? God says, trust in me with all your heart, all your, that's everything. Your whole life, right? So even in those little things. So that's what I did. I said, Lord, whatever it is, I trust in you. I said, whatever vehicle, I, I stood quiet. My husband was doing the talking, and I'm praying. I'm like, close the doors that need to be closed and open the doors that need to be open. And I had to really put my truck, that was, that, was tr <laughs> that was the test. I had to put that to the test again. So there it was, God showing me again, trust in me in everything, in everything you do, everything you're going to do, everything, you, you, everything, trust in the Lord with all your heart, right? It says, from the bottom of your heart, don't try to figure out everything on your own. Because I could have sat there for hours and be like, what? What do you mean, there's no contract? No, Lord, I trust you. And I have another vehicle, I laid hands and I'm like, oh God, please. <laughs> Let's see what happens. But anyway, um, like I said, trials can make us bitter or better. So it's, I feel like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to my notes here. And it says, I'm gonna read something to you. And I always like to make it real, so I always use like, um, I'm gonna use an analogy, right? It says, um, it's explaining this, okay, there's an analogy I like to use when explaining the spiritual importance that comes with trials. We all know what is required of us when we wanna make physical improvements with our bodies, right? Especially if our goal is to gain muscle. It requires taking our body through some serious trials in the weight room. In those trials, in the workouts, we literally break down our muscle fibers. And it's not in the breakdown process that they grow, it's in the restoration and buildup process that follows. That's the process when we're consuming protein, drinking water, and doing whatever, resting, eating healthy. Spiritually, it works the same way. For there to be a restoration process to grow in, there must first be something we need restored from, like trials. So when we go through trials and our spiritual muscle is broken down and we feel completely defeated, what does the restoration process look like? It's a series of choices. We have to make a choice, right? We choose to worship instead of worry because worry doesn't equal trust. If you say you trust God, then why do we worry? That makes no sense. Because here we go, Lord, Lord, we trust you. Oh, God, I put my trust in you. I trust you with all my mind, all my heart, and my soul. But then we worry. Even on the little things, even what, what just happened to me. Like, as, as, you know, that could, to somebody else, that could be small. But to me, it's huge. Because he's like, trust in me, in everything. So I chose not to worry. It was a choice. I had to make a choice, right? It says we choose to worship, we choose to worship instead of worry. We choose to pray instead of panic. <laughs> you know? We choose to operate in faith instead of fear. When our world is crashing down around us, we stop 
and talk to the one who created the world. So it says, look at your trials as a spiritual workout. The truth is, it may be very difficult during the workout, but once you make it through, you will be so glad you stuck it out. Take heart in this. There will be a day soon coming where you'll be, you'll be able to look back at your trial and say, I'm glad it happened. And when we're going through it, like even the situation, as you all know with my son, I'm like, who would, I could, back then I would never be able to say that. I didn't understand it. But now I look back and I'm saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I can honestly sit here and people might think I'm crazy, but I'm like, thank you, Lord, that you saved him. You saved them. I didn't understand it. But when I look back to it right here, I'm glad it happened. That's hard to say. I'm glad it happened. Because I wouldn't be anywhere near the spiritual warrior I am today if God hadn't taken me through some trials. I wouldn't be. I look back to where I used to be, and I, I haven't perfected it. There's no way. I can't sit here and say I perfected it. But one thing I have is I know that God allowed that trial for me, and it was more, it was, I feel like that it was for me. Because then he started doing something in me, through me. It was for my son, but I see for my whole family now. It's a, it's a trust that we just all stand on, and it's increased our faith. It's, it's prepared us. And, and when I look back, that's exactly what it is. It's like what my son's doing right now. He's preparing for his fight for the Golden Gloves. I watch him on Facebook, and he's going in. And I'm dying. I'm just watching him. I'm like, and I look back to when I was, you know, getting ready for this, for the, for, the, for the study. I'm like, that's exactly what it's about. In our spiritual walk, working out the same way he's doing that now, preparing for that fight, that's what we have to do. Prepare spiritually, work out, work out. Not our muscles, not our spiritual body, but our spirit inside, like our soul, our heart, prepare our hearts. Trust, faith. When we go through our trials, thank you, Lord, that it might be hard. Even, you know, it's hard to say when somebody's facing, like, even death or, you know, I, I'm, it's the hardest thing. Trials are hard. Different, you know, we all go through different things. And it's not easy, I know. And it's hard to say that, God, why? But there, this is a fallen world. Things happen, right? Out of our control at times. But when we, when we know who our God is and we have faith in our God and we trust in him and we know that we, the Holy Spirit who's residing in us, everything, Romans 8, 28, that all things, it's hard to say that all things work together for the good. Through that, God, it's a process. And then I, and then I question, are, are we committed? This is another, this is something else that God was speaking to me when I was, you know, preparing for this. You can either, when you're going through that, you could, you could fall away really quick. It, it, he says, are you committed? Are you committed to me? Through your trials, are you committed to me? Or are you going to fall to the wayside? Something that I, I wanted to do in the beginning because it was just too hard. I was like, I can't do this. But I still committed and I stood obedient. And when you're going through it, when you're facing those trials and when you're facing those hard times, and it's not always hard times, you know, I, mean? I don't want to sit here and be like, oh my goodness, being a Christian is just so hard. No. But when we have, when we're filled, and that's what we spoke about last week, being filled with the Holy Spirit, there's such a difference. 
Because when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, that's when you get the power to go through those trials. When you go through those trials, there's joy, right? There's peace. Even in the midst of that trial and that tribulation and that storm, there's going to be peace and there's going to be a joy that only comes from the Lord. It's not going to come in, not even coming to church on a Wednesday for Bible study or Sunday. for, Or you could come every, you're not going to get that. You're, you have to have that relationship with the living God. And you have to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit so that you can get through that storm and get through that trial. Be prepared because you might not be going through it now, but I'm going to tell you, rest assured, that it's in the word of God. You will face trials. And boy. <laughs> but, you, and you know, <laughs> ooh, I'm just, I'm learning and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing that you stay, you're always learning something. Because, you know, I also learned that you could trick your mind. Like, I'm, I'm learning on, I don't know if you've heard of neuroplasticity, where you know how before they be like, once you reach that age, your mind is, that's the lie of the devil. Because your mind is always, you, you can change, the, it's by the way you think. You have to watch it, it's on Netflix. It's, and Carolyn Leaf, she does a whole study on it, she has a podcast and everything. How you can change, just changing the way you think, you can change your mind. It's an awesome thing. <laughs> so, you know, we have to um, laugh. I laugh. I don't know. I think, Eddie, you do too, right, Eddie? Eddie, just enjoy the Lord. He's <laughs> everywhere you go. <laughs> you know, and then, I, and then I learn that you can trick your mind. Even when you're going through something, laugh. Your mind does not know if you're going through, you trick your mind. It's real. That's it. And you laugh about him. <laughs> yeah. I know. And then, but then, if you watch that on Netflix, I think it's on Prime Video too. And or you, I, I follow Carolyn Leaf. She has a whole study on it. She's a and she's Christian. Carolyn Leaf, and it's on neuroplasticity. How you can when you're going through it, and and my kids. <laughs> Nikki thinks I'm crazy because I remember even Pastor Erica talking about that. Like she just laughs, and people are like, "What you? What are you laughing for? Like this is serious." <laughs> so what? I know. And then we laughed, and that's when I told you. Hi, Eli. God bless you, Eli. <laughs> That's my assistant, Eli. <laughs> so, and then we started laughing, right? Because I was like, I, that's when I, I had shared with Pastor Mel, I was like, the mind, we, it doesn't know. Just start laughing. People might think you're crazy, but like, you know what? Laugh about it. And I'm, she does a whole study on it. I was like, ooh, now I know. I'm going to trick the enemy, too. <laughs> you. You know what I'm saying? Because he expects you, like, with this situation I just faced, I'm racing now. I knew what, and then, and then, remember I was saying how he strategizes, right, the enemy? Because it is, it's a spiritual warfare. We have to, you know, a lot of people like to, oh, you know, we win. We have victory over it, but it's a spiritual warfare. That's why we have to be spiritually prepared. It's a spiritual warfare. There's no lie about it. Because this right here, was, to me, was a, a spiritual warfare. I was like, okay, so you, you're taking my car. Okay, so now what? 
But I was like, okay. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, okay, Lord, you know what? When I went in there, you know what I told the you know what I told them? When they couldn't find all my paperwork, contract written, signed. I was like, well, I guess God didn't want that car for me. And they look at me like, because that's all I talk about. He, they already know this pastor, you know. So, and I'm like, that, I guess that wasn't the car for me. So what else do you have? Let's go. And they're like, you know, because I, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I can't go in there. I, I started to. I had to check my flesh, right, because I knew, too. Not that everything I blame on the Satan, you know, I, 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 I don't want to give him a lot of credit. But, yes, he will test you because then he knew I was Studying for this, like, okay, let's go, boom, you know? And here I am, like, okay. My flesh right away was like, what? You don't, like, I shared, but I had to then. All right, I'm testing myself. I trust in God. I trust in you, Lord. I trust in you, God. And you know what? I'm going to go up in there. I'm going to get a new car, you know? It's okay. So, like, it, you, you will be tested when we study and we prepare for something. You know, offense, we were doing that. I bet you we left We left this place, and I bet you everywhere we went, we, our, our, our flesh wanted to be offended. I bet you, because that's, it happens, right? Because like I said, it's a spiritual warfare. The enemy knows what we're up against, right? He's like, okay, well, they're going to go out there. They're thinking they're going to take this region, okay? Boom, you know, he has a strategy. So that's why I always tell the church, I tell my family, so now we have to start strategizing. So now we start teaching on offense. We start teaching on, on trials and, and tribulations, how to trust when you're going through your trial. Trust in the Lord, trust in God, even through your trials, even through the worst situations, know that he's gonna work it out for the good. Even if you made a bad choice, that there was, there's supposed to be a bad consequence to it, he'll work it out. He's gonna work it out. So I've learned, and like I said, I haven't perfected it, but I've learned, you know what, it's gonna be okay. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And you know, and that's why I say prepare yourself because you know, how can we fight if we don't know the word of God? How are we gonna fight back? Even he. And you know, that was something else that I, I'm, I always, when I study, I go all over the place, but it's because it's so good because I was just sharing with my sister, right? It was kind of a debate. And I, and I don't, when it comes to the word and Christianity, I don't, I don't debate. We'll meet at the cross, like Pastor Arkansas, you know, we'll meet at the cross. I don't debate Christianity. I don't, I don't do that. But I do know my word. And the word of God is true. The word of God is real. The word of God is life, you know? So I always go back to my word when I'm a little confused and people say that. I, I, I go back to my word. I don't just take it for, from no one. I go back to the word and I research. So I said, even like Eddie just said, even Jesus himself he was tested. But what happened? He had the power. He was fully he fully God, but he was man. So we had to go through those trials. The same thing that we face right now, that's why I say it's already finished. He did it for us. When you really sit back and say, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, I can't do this. But then you look and you say, no, God, he already did it for me. My, my father, my, my papa, he did it for me already. He took that trial. That's already on the cross. That is finished. It's crucified with my daddy. So but when you're going through that, it's the hardest thing I know because it's still, I haven't gotten through this yet, but I know that it's beautiful. I know that I trust in God with all my heart, all my mind, and all my soul. I know that the end of the story is good. 
So despite what I'm facing, whatever comes up, little, small, you know, big trial, little trial, in everything, I will trust in God. I will trust in God. And there's verses, I have some verses here, and I always like to give them, because then, you, like I said, you go back and you do that study for yourself. But I'm going to refer to some verses here. And I said in, in Proverbs, that was Proverbs 3, 5, where it says trust. I love the message. You know, I go back and forth, but the message kind of breaks it down. <laughs> but it says um, in James 1, I'm in the message. I'm going to go back to New King James, okay? James 1, 2, two through 4, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete and lack nothing. Isn't that beautiful? When you could just go back to the word, and you go back to the word, and he just speaks to you in the word and says, count it all joy. Don't worry. When you're facing whatever situation, count it. It's hard to say, right, when you're going through it, because that's the I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not picking on you. But, you know, like even, even being away, like Pastor Erica being away, that's hard. You know, when you're not, when you haven't been away from your spouse in so long, that's your sidekick, like, come on, you know? The first day, you're already like, you know? But kind of real joy, right? And when you're going through, you're like, missing, you know? Like, I can't, you know, that's, that's hard, right? Kind of real joy, because you know, you already know, right? That's a beautiful thing, what she's doing over there. And you come back and you say, wow, reality is that, man, you look back at those pictures of what she's doing out there in Africa, it's like, oh my gosh. That was her heart's desire. And then everything changes, then your joy, you know, because you look, you stand on his word and say, Lord, it's not any, you know? She's, what she's doing is for the Lord. Count it all joy. And then it, I'm gonna give you another one in 2 Timothy. We're talking about faith. He says here, 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought the good fight. I have, oh, I can't wait till that day comes. <laughs> Only God knows, right? I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Amen. Because it's a fight. It's a fight, like I said, my son right now preparing for those golden lives. I watched a video yesterday, like I said, I was tired just watching him working out. I'm like, oh my goodness. And it took me back to me working out right now, preparing for this, everything we do. Coming to church, on a, it's hard, it's on a Wednesday, you're tired, you just, you can make, I'm hungry, I'm, you know? I'm racing on 90 to get here because I was in Amherst. Every, you know, we all have different issues, we face different trials and things in our life. You know, we got kids, we got, we got work. That's where it's a race, it's a fight. Being here, it's, it's a commitment that we make to God, not to me, not to Pastor Erica, Pastor Mano, it's to God. Everything we do is for God. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's a spiritual, we work it out. It's, a, it's, it's 
finishing the race, to say I have kept the faith even through the storms, even when it was hard for me to even to get to church on a Wednesday or a Sunday, I kept the faith. Speaking to myself here, I'm telling you this. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I feel like every day I just, you just fall in love with Jesus. It's through, when, you, when you're faced with something that's so difficult, right? And you, and you solely, and, I, and like I said, like when you go through that trial, it's like it actually brings you closer to him. When, you, when you're in that, when you're in that um, I want to say it feels like a, the pit. Right, but what does it say here? Where could I? Where did I? I highlighted it. When he it says that what they it's a it's when he's the rock at the bottom. Is that what they say? There's like a. Oh my goodness, when you hit rock bottom, right? That's that's people throw that around a lot. Man, I hit rock bottom, but he's the rock at the bottom. So I'm I'm okay with hitting rock bottom at times because when I when I'm at that rock bottom. He is that rock at the bottom, so I'm okay with that. I might be, when I go down, I might, it, man, I might fall hard. I might have some bruises on me, and I might, oh, it might hurt so bad. But I know that when I fall, and I'm, in, and I'm at that pit at my lowest time, that's a promise. That's like, it's okay if I get to that place at one point in my life, because I know who's at the bottom of that. I know who's at the bottom. I know who's that rock at the bottom. And that right there, you know, we don't, it's hard for us to even say, you know, if we're not, if we haven't gone through it, but if, when we do, because I pray, you know, that no one have to face that. It's not an easy thing, you know, when, you, when you're going through a trial or a tribulation. But we know the promises of God. We stand on his promises. We trust in the Lord with all our heart, all our mind. We trust, when I say trust, you have to check yourself. Do you really trust? I, I go back to that, even when I'm going through it. Ask yourself that. Because if you say you do, trust, trust me, <laughs> you, you're gonna be tested. You're gonna be tested on it. So be prepared now, and that's why we have Bible study, right? It's that, they call it whatever they call that day, the Wednesday. I don't like to say that, you know. But it's for us. We just come and we get fed and we get prepared because what's ahead, when we think of what's ahead of us, we have to be prepared. We have to, when we teach the things we teach, right, on offense and, and now, you know, on trust, rest assured. It is not so that you could be all scared, oh my goodness, I'm gonna go through something. No, because we know who, you know, we're the victors, right? But that, man, I know that if I go back to that Wednesday when Pastor Tyler was teaching and Pastor Eric was teaching on offense and, and love and trust, I go back to, that's why I say it's important to write down those verses so that you can go back when you're going through that and go back to, oh man, that, what, what was that? Proverbs 3, 5, and it's, it's hard for me. I don't wanna say, it's getting easier now as the more I study and the more I read and the more I spend time with God to memorize, but how beautiful that is. When you could come back and memorize that verse, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. You know, so when you're going through something, right, go back into the word of God and go in the back. We have a concordance. There's so many things, ways to study. 
And when you're going through pain or you're going through a difficulty, you're going through trust, you go, go back trust. You go back. Look at all the verses in the Bible that have trust in that. And, and, and then you make little index cards. That's what I do. I stick them on my refrigerator. I stick them wherever, wherever I know that I'm there, on my bedstand, on my nightstand. And that's how I'm starting to learn how to memorize verses. So when I'm going through that, I go back to the word of God. I go back to the word. And even, you know, if I can't remember all of it, but I'm, you know, I, I know a little bit of it. <laughs> I, might know, I might not know where to find it at the time, but I know trust in the Lord with all your heart, all your soul. Lean not on your own understanding. And I just kind of throw that out there, you know. And right away, it just I feel just a, a weight lifted off of me. Uh, okay, so we're going to go Romans 8.18. It's another verse. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with, with the glory which shall be revealed in us. That's Romans 8.18. Romans 8.18. And remember how I was talking about the race, right, that we run? That's in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 and 25. It says, do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. That's the New King James Version. And everyone who, who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown, the crown of glory. I'm gonna, I want to see what the amp, Amplified ver, Version says in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 and 25. It says, do you not know that in a race all the runners run their very best to win, but only one receives the prize? Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. Now, every athlete who goes into training and competes in the game is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. They do it to win a crown that withers away. But we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. That's beautiful. I was sharing that. That was 1 Corinthians 9, 24 and 25. First Timothy 6, 12. And this is amplified. It says, fight the good fight of the faith in the conflict with evil. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession of faith in the presence of many witnesses. So it's a good fight. That's what we're preparing for, it's a good fight. But we have to go in that fight trusting in the Lord, just trusting in him. And when you do that, it says, and this is another, this is, this, I grabbed onto this because it's, 
it just brought life to me. In John 16, and again, this is the Amplified, John 16, 33. He says, I have told, this is Jesus speaking. He says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world you have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous. Be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. He did it for us. That's, he says it. He says, I have overcome everything that we're going through. He has overcome it. He's done it. He did it already for us. My conquest is accomplished. My victory is abiding. Right there, you could just, I could just stop right there. That's it. Take exactly, that's why I said when you trust, you just, you don't put your, you don't, in the natural things and things that are happening around us and the situation, and, and, and I spoke on that, that was a few weeks ago, on what we see, what we perceive around us, right? You know, the situation that we're facing. We could keep our eyes on that, or we could choose to keep our eyes on God. It's a choice. And I, and that's exactly what I taught on what I, what I spoke. And that, that was for me. Everything I teach is for me. Because you could keep your eyes on the situation at hand, or you could just keep your eyes on Jesus. It's a choice. Right away, make a choice. And that's what God showed me today when I received that phone call, even with the car. It's a choice. What's, what's, what's your choice? You could stress all, you could drive the whole hour and be stressing. Oh my goodness, how did this happen? Why did this happen? Why, 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 God, why? No. I was like, okay, God. I guess that car wasn't for me, right? And, and, I, and I just put my eyes on him. I put my eyes on him. Whatever it is, God, whatever it is, I trust in you. But then, of course, you have to put your part, right? Because we want to trust, but then we have to listen. When we pray for something, right, we have to then, but how are you going to be attentive? If you ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do? Even, like, for me, with the situation with the vehicle, like, show me, like, what car, I don't know. Even down to that, I've learned to, even with that, even with choosing a car, anything. It might be foolishness to someone else that doesn't, believe in Jesus, but I do. And that's where I put my trust. So I have to pray on everything and everything, right? So even when it comes down to choosing a vehicle for myself, Lord, put me in the vehicle you want. Because I right now, I'm just, distractions will cause you not, and that's straight from the enemy himself. Throw all those distractions on you so you can't hear the voice of God. When you start focusing on your situation, your perception, what's around you, you can't, and that's straight up, that's a strategy. So you got to be like, oh, God, just sit there. And my husband was talking, I'm praying, oh, Jesus, Lord. <laughs> Whatever car you want me in, Lord, I'm going to trust that you're going to put me in it. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. And the, and the salesperson was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just praying. <laughs> He's like, okay, he didn't say anything else to me. Because I'm in a seating in the background. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I bought a brand new car, okay? Uh, you know, you gotta pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you do. I I went to 
Oh my god. That's when you really got to trust in God. It's like, oh, God, now, now. <laughs> I'm serious. You see, that's why I say we all go through, you know. It's all different. We all go through different trials, right, different things. But at the end of, at, at the end of it, it's just learning how to trust and have joy when you're going through it. You got a better one. See, and I'm, I'm just believing it's a lot smaller and. But I'm believing. I got way less smiles. <laughs> so I'm like, God, like I said, you see, we don't, when we're going through our trial, right, we have to trust that God knows the end of that story. He knows that's not good. You did it again. <laughs> Even though I prayed, but did I sit, did I hear God? Did I, maybe not audibly, but did I feel good about it? I really didn't feel, I felt something like Holy Spirit was like, Talking at me like I didn't really feel peace. But look, a month later, I get a call. You got to come back. I don't know. I don't even, he didn't even know what happened. Now, I knew that was God saving me from something that was going to happen. And who knows, right, what that would have been. But I had to trust, put my trust in God that he knew. So, Lord, I know this is all, there's a reason behind it all. So I, I had a peace. And that's why I say peace peace God says peace be still and know that I am God that's it <laughs> confuse him like okay because he expects us to be like oh my goodness and, and and just get all frazzled and you know but no we come back with the word of God we come back that's the strategy right there that's all it is that's it. You know, we are in a fight, right? So we train. How do we train? The word of God, a relationship with our daddy, with Jesus Christ. A I'm talking about a relationship. It's something to know him, but it's another thing to have a relationship with him. It's, it's a whole different scenario. You can know God, know of God. You can come to church on a Wednesday on a Bible study, on a Sunday, get the word, receive the word. But it's about a relationship with Jesus Christ. And being filled with the Holy Spirit, I've learned, I'm learning that. Walk in power because we could be saved. We could be a Christian for 20 years and, you know, we have to say, where's the fruit? We want to walk in power because when you walk in power and you're going through something, you trust in the Lord. Because it's not, we don't have the power, even though we're saved. And this is what, I'm going to go back to the, I don't want to say a debate, but I'm going to go back to the conversation that I was having with my mother, with my mom. And I said, even Jesus Christ himself, he had all the power when he came down as man, right? He, he, didn't, have to, he, he didn't have to do that. God himself came down as a man. But what happened? He had to go through everything. We, he had to be baptized, right? And be filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's when he received power. And he went into the wilderness. It's in the book of Luke. He had to 
ex- this is exactly he the, what we have to do. The same thing he did it for us already. So the Bible is not just a story. It's the living word of God. It's a tool. It's what he left us. I did it all for you. So even God had to come down as a man, flesh, and be filled with the Holy Spirit to have the power to heal. The power to go through when he was fasting, right? That after that 40 days and 40 nights, what happened? The enemy came to him and said, he started, you make this rock out of you know, bread. You know, he started testing him, but he was filled with power. So there's a difference when you go through when you're going through your trial and your tribulation if you don't have the power that hope that's got to fill with the holy spirit and have power we won't make it cuz power is in the word of god and then we of course we start like like I said my son we start working out in the spirit like okay that's working out right there. We can look all good. We could go to the gym, right? We could just you know, look good, fancy, get our hair did, nails did, you know? But if we don't have power, we could work out. We could lose all the weight we want, have all these muscles. And I was, I was sharing that with my son before he left to train and, and get ready for this fight. I said, I'm going to tell you right now, it's all good what you're doing. It's all good to have goals. It's all good to have a plan. It's all good to have, you know, short-term goals, long-term goals. That's all good. But have you, did you seek Jesus? Have you seek Jesus for, for those plans? Are they his plans? Because you were created for him. You were created by him for him to fulfill the purpose and the plans that he has for you. Because we could do whatever we want to do all day long, right? But we'll still have a void. We could reach those goals, whatever goals you have, like I, I told him, to be a champ. But if you do not walk on your purpose and you don't fulfill the purpose and the plan that God has for you, you will have that void. You will see, you will search and search and search and keep on searching and keep on. You have, you have to seek God. And I don't know if a lot of, I don't know if you have him on your Facebook, but God, that was just a seed planted in him. And I see he's been posting things on, about God and just because he's, that little, that word was a seed that's now starting to flourish. It's starting to, you know, like little seed, when it starts to like come out that little shell, it's starting to germinate. It's like, it's a beautiful thing. I said, you know, you have to have, we have to fight the good fight and be prepared. It's, it's just like what train, like when you train for, the, for anything, that's what we have to do. Every day, it's not a day that goes by. We get so busy. This is hard for some of us to come on a Wednesday. I I know, I know. We were racing to get here. That's right. And, you know what? and they're out there 
destroyed by the enemy, but they don't know how to fight. Fight the good fight, you know? Like, they fighting each other. And That's right. And the word of God say, we don't fight against flesh, flesh and blood. Principalities. principalities. Spiritually. But you know, but I thank God, I thank God for my brother David back there that we can go live and we can share the word. You might not be here at our service right now, but you receive the word. We go, and that's why we do it. That's why we go live, and that's why we're on Facebook, and we go YouTube. We, we just have, oh, there's so many ways to, to follow us because maybe you can't be here tonight, but you can receive the word. Right, right where you're at at home. I mean, it's good that, you know, a lot of people say we don't need church, right? That's not true. Because at church is where you are amongst brothers and sisters that when you're going through it, you're not alone. The, the devil is a lie. He'll be like, you don't need church. That, that's a lie. That's right. That's what we come for, to receive the word. You, you might be going through it at home. You can't get Nichelle, you can't get Sonia to come and be like, it's going to be all right. You know, I'm, I'll hold your hands up when you can't hold them up. I'm going to be there. You know, so when, when, you, when the enemy says, oh, you know, you could just watch at home. No, the devil is a liar. Get over here. Find a church. I, I would love for you to come to Outport Church, right? Because that's where it's at, right? But you know what? Find a church. We're here Wednesday nights for Bible study at 7, Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock. We'll be... April 1st, our poor project will be in full force. But if it's not here, find a church wherever you're comfortable. But you need to have a congregation where you can come and receive the living word of God. It'll change your life forever. So I'm going to close with that. And I'm going to close in prayer. And Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for the word, God, because your word is full of life. It's full of joy. It's full of, it's full of power, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for those that are here tonight, God, and even those that couldn't make it, but they're watching online, God. I pray that this word, Lord, just planted a seed in their heart that will start to grow, God. That they can grow, Father, Lord. Just, just have a relationship with you. Changes everything, God. A relationship with you changes everything. That's where you find purpose. We find our purpose with a relationship with the living God. Father, and that's what I pray for everyone here, Lord, and everyone watching online, God, that they can have a relationship with you, Lord, because only then, only then will they find that joy, will they find peace, and they will learn how to trust Trust in you, God, with all their heart, all their mind, all their soul. Proverbs 3, 5, we stand on that tonight, God, that we will trust in you, Lord, through our trials, through our tribulations, God. We will put our trust in you, God. We surrender our lives to you daily, God, on a daily basis. We surrender it all, Lord. Everything, Lord, we surrender it all, Father. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your son. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. And I pray, Lord, that you fill us all with your spirit and power, God. Dunamis power, God. Dunamis power, Lord. I thank you, God. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Thank you.